Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Florida Foodie. I'm your host, Candace Campos. So let's think about this. You're cooking in the kitchen. What do you tend to throw away? Things like eggshells, banana peels, maybe even potato skins, for instance. Well, all that food waste needs to go somewhere. And most of the time, it ends up right in the dump. Well, it doesn't have to be that way. One man with a pitchfork is looking to turn your food scraps and leftovers into what he calls, quote, black gold. Charlie Pioli just started O-Town composting a little over a month ago. He is starting small, but he hopes to bring curbside composting across Central Florida. He joins us to talk about how his new business works and how it benefits local growers and why it's important to divert our food waste away from our landfills. Well, thank you for joining us again on Florida Foodie. I'm your host, Candace Campos, along with our producer, Thomas Mates. Hello, all. All right. Well, listen, reduce, reducing food waste and the amount of garbage sent to landfills, those are two big goals behind the sustainability movement. Leaders in Orlando are pushing towards the goal of becoming a zero-waste city. And the private sector is stepping in to make that happen. So today we are joined by Charlie Charlie Pioli, the founder of O-Town Compost, to talk about just that. Thank you so much for joining us. No, thank you so much for having me, Candice and Thomas. Yeah, and compost is is kind of a, a dirty topic, I guess you could say, because it's, <laughs> it's food waste. And so can you give us an idea of you turn what into what? So yeah, O-Town Compost is a, a small business um, that was started with two goals in mind. Uh, the first was to divert food waste mm-hmm. into finished compost. And that finished compost is intended to go to the local agriculture scene here in Orlando, uh, local projects such as fleet farming, Orlando permaculture, just community gardens at schools and it's a great way to you know take a lot of methane out of the atmosphere and do the right thing with our nutrient-rich food waste and how and how much time does it take to comp you know to, to turn food into reusable soil well my new you know, right now I just started O-Town Compost about a month ago, and it's just a man in a pitchfork. But <laughs> I would say... Um, He's the man. He didn't bring the pitchfork. <laughs> <laughs> you know, next on my list is to build a aerated static pile compost system. I recently was out in Portland, Oregon, where they have a g- great, robust composting system for both residential client residential people and commercial clients and i i got the privilege to tour their composting facility and this aerated static pile is a way to force oxygen into the compost piles and essentially you know, save a lot of labor and, you know, I only have one back, so. Yeah, yeah, you, you need a little help, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. So uh, composting, a lot like recycling, it's, it's not as easy necessarily as people think it is. Like, you can't just throw anything in there. Like, a lot, like we've recently done a lot of stories about how, like, people are throwing, like, pizza gut boxes in with their, their recycling, and then that recycling has to go to the dump because it's been I just contaminated. Learned that. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And so similarly with composting, there's, there's do's and don'ts. Can you kind of walk us through that and that's interesting you mentioned recycling because 
I'm uh, coming from the waste and recycling industry where currently in Orange County, they're rolling out a curbside recycling monitoring program. Mm -hmm. And I just spent my early morning from 5 a.m. to about 9 a.m. trying to beat the collection trucks and lift the lid of people's recycling carts and really check what they're throwing away isn't contamination. So same is applied to compost. There can be contamination involved. And uh, compost is not, it's really a two-part you know, formula. You have your greens, your ni nitrogens, and then you have your browns, your carbons. And mixing those two together creates a decomposition that can only be done, you know, simultaneously. And the finished product is, you know, something beautiful, this rich black hummus, AKA black gold. And, mm -hmm. you know, here in Orlando, I'm calling it O-Town black gold. I like it, I like it. Okay, so you keep talking about your company, O-Town Compost. First off, congratulations on its birth. <laughs> yeah, thank you. It's like you. a child. Um, I mean, so you started this. How does it work? It's a kind of a subscription service, right? Yeah, we have really two services right now uh, with hopes to expand into the commercial sector soon. But we have our residential service and our zero waste event service. I'll just start with zero waste event service because, you know, it's easy peasy. If you're getting married or having a birthday party or a corporate mm -hmm. event and you want to make a low environmental impact, uh, we can be there to not only recycle your food waste, but I will provide you compostable serviceware that works for my system that, you know, some PLA plastic serviceware is, you know, it, it breaks down, but it just breaks into further plastic microbeads. So I have a select type of serviceware that I prefer for my composting. And also, you know, I'll give you a report at the end of the event, let you know how you did, uh, how close you got to zero waste, or um, it's really a, a pro it's progress to become zero waste. And our residential service is, you know, our, our big one. We have a handful of subscribers so far, and I've been getting a lot of interest from zip codes outside our service area. Right now our service area is from UCF to I-4 and um, if you go to our website you'll see the zip codes we service. But it starts with us dropping off a five gallon bucket with our cute logo on the front. Uh, there's a compostable liner and an airtight lid to prevent any odors or pests and you Ideally, keep that in your kitchen, fill it up with your kitchen scraps, you know, your leftovers, um, trimmings from making dinner or coffee grounds, tea bags, you know, even grandma's casserole after <laughs> Thanksgiving. <laughs> so uh, you fill that up and then either weekly or biweekly, you bring that to your porch where we'll swap it out for a new one. It's almost just like trash or recycling collection. Right. You have your O-Town compost collection. Uh, and then, you know, twice a year, we will bring you back finished compost. So it's really, a, you know, a cyclical service that um, gives people the option to not only divert their food waste the proper way, but to receive finished compost if they like to garden, or if you don't have a backyard, like uh, I 
don't at mm-hmm. some points in my life. <laughs> right. You just you can just choose to donate it to a local urban agriculture project. And uh, who are you working with right now as far as, like, getting that uh, compost donated to people? You mentioned Fleet Farming and those mm-hmm. people. Are you already uh, in the works with them? or are Yeah. There uh, Fleet Farming and Ideas for Us have been great in supporting my venture. And, you know, they just they see it aligns really well. And Lee Perry has been huge for me. So shout out. Mm-hmm. Um, but not only that, Orlando Permaculture has eco action days where they'll go out to you know low-income apartment buildings or the Audubon Park Church and really grow food for the community Um, people are just allowed to really pick whatever they want for the garden or it ends up in a community potluck that feeds the community that's amazing I mean it's, it's it's very much you know full circle mm-hmm. and when 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 you were when we were talking before we started taping the podcast you said you're originally from pacific northwest where they are that's what they're known for they're known for how green they are and so how did it start when you moved here to orlando and you said this is what i want to do how did it all begin well yeah that's a great question uh i w- about three years ago i was a university student at Bo- in boston and i was subscribing to a similar food waste collection service called bootstrap compost and i just knew i was super passionate about sustainability and got this job that brought me down to orlando and you know right off the bat i'm like whoa i don't want to be here for long we are, we're, we're not very good at that whole sustainability <laughs> thing yeah yeah but now that i'm deeper into the sustainability scene i see huge potential And, you know, potential I could have never tapped into if I was in Portland where they're already doing a lot of these things. You know, Portland, Oregon has a curbside composting system where people can add their food waste to their yard waste. Mm -hmm. And uh, we currently don't have anything like that. So after moving to Orlando, I've been working at a uh, waste and recycling consultant near UCF and recently just stepped away from my full-time salaried position to take the plunge into O-Town Compost and, you know, do what I feel is right for the environment and for a city like Orlando. I'm, I've been speaking um, to Brittany McBride or McPeak, who is the city's food waste coordinator, and she, as well as I, both want one day to have Orlando like Portland, Oregon, with a curbside composting for the universal resident of Orlando. I mean, if you think about how much food waste, not only in residential homes, but also in places like the theme parks and our restaurant, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, we have Mm -hmm. so many, so many different kind of entities here in Central Florida that, I mean, could be, could be tapped into. For, mm-hmm. for so many reasons. Yeah, and you said you were your your coverage area currently is from UCF to I four. Are you working with UCF at all on on uh, any of this, or are they uh, an aspiration? Mm-hmm. I know you said you wanted to get more towards the commercial side of things mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, believe me, I'm uh, I just started, but I, UCF is you know on my short list, and I've been speaking with the ideas for us UCF chapter to start a free drop off like one time a week, two hours, uh, students, faculty are allowed to bring their food waste just to drop it off for free. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I see it as like a great 
a great program for students who might ne not necessarily have the, the money to subscribe for a monthly collection program or they're, they just don't generate enough food waste to really uh, make it worth their while. But, you know, I'll, we're going to set up a booth in, near the student union every Wednesday and start accepting food waste, and it should take off from there. And, yeah, to your point, Candice, about uh, the, just the sheer amount of food waste, mm -hmm. you know, one thing I learned being in the waste industry that food waste and organic waste makes up the vast majority of what goes to the landfill or incinerator, about yeah. 40%. And, you know, Disney is already, they already are taking their food waste to anaerobic digester. Um, so they're doing a good job of handling that. But you can imagine that commercial, like restaurants around Orlando, oh, are, yeah. mm -hmm. they probably generate like a ton of food waste each day. And there's not really many outlets for them. Uh, and I'm going to hopefully target that sector and step in after a couple of years. I mean, supply and demand, there's certainly a lot of supply and <laughs> yeah. for sure there's demand because yeah. at yeah. the end of the day, this is, you know, this is our planet. This is something we need to kind of keep living in and, <laughs> you know, having kids and, and looking at the future, you start really realizing that. And I never thought about food waste years ago. And then all of a sudden I started having kids and things and realizing how much food really goes into that trash. Mm -hmm. So are there things like, okay, you can't put in bread or is there anything that you're like, okay, this is a big no-no in the food compost? Yeah. Um, you know, I'm just getting into this mm -hmm. and I'm, I've been feeling it out the last couple months and, you know, everyone's told me don't accept meat, fish, dairy. That will just you know, your neighbors will complain because it'll be smelly and it, it doesn't break down right. But after, you know, a little experimentation, I realized that like vegetable and fruit waste, it also with the right amount of oxygen and turning and the right conditions will break down just as well. So once I uh, roll out this new composting method, I am going to open it up to all forms of food waste. Um, paper plates, napkins are okay. You know, of course, no plastic or metal, anything that, basically the slogan is, if it, go if it grows, it goes. So, oh, that's, that's actually really interesting. Okay, yeah. so where, where are you doing all this composting at? So I have a half-acre property out near UCF, okay. um, but the beauty of community composting, and I'm not sure the other community composters around the nation are doing this, but I'm going to make this a very decentralized system. Out in East Orlando, where I'm currently located, I could never, it would never be cost-effective to drive out to West Orlando, like Widmere, Winter Gardens. So... I've been speaking, I've been talking with a uh, guy who owns a tree service out in West Orlando who's enthused about this, this hmm. business, and he wants to create a composting system of his own out there. So he volunteered to handle that waste, and I see this can be replicated with all the horse stables out in East Orlando or, you know, livestock pastures. And manure is already like the biggest headache for these stable owners. 
So uh, you'd be killing two birds with one stone by creating a compost and es essentially taking care of their manure problem. So you're essentially problem. franchising it out around the area. Um, yeah. yeah, that's smart. Very <laughs> decentralized, local, rather than what big waste haulers are currently doing these days, like your waste management in Republic, mm -hmm. which is having one centralized location where their you know, gas guzzle, diesel guzzling trucks are hauling it from all over the central Florida to mm -hmm. one location. Mm -hmm. And um, it's just not really efficient or environmentally friendly despite you know, what they say in their greenwashing campaigns. Don't let me go in on the big waste hauler. <laughs> Don't even get him started. I mean, so when you're talking about a compost system, I mean, how big is it? Is it does it take up an entire, you know, Room? Do you need an acre of property? Like, I mean, I'm, I'm so green <laughs> about this, but I mean, how, how much work and space does it take to compost? Yeah, surprisingly, it doesn't take a whole lot. It, you know, I'm building these bins that are, you know, four foot by four foot, mm -hmm. and they're really a small footprint, and if you are pumping enough oxygen into the piles they uh, you can have finished compost in about 60 days so you can move the finished compost to a holding area and continue with the next batch so it's really you know i looked at that composting facility in portland and it's nothing like that it's it's small it's local mm -hmm. and it's un it's not unsightly either. These bins are actually really nice looking. Yeah. And how do you inject all this oxygen and stuff into it? <laughs> That's a funny question because <laughs> I'm uh, I just bought a bouncy castle bl blower at Home Depot. Okay. And you hook up a timer to that, and you know, one minute every hour, it just blows air into the pile <laughs> i was thinking you're sitting house. there i'm like blowing a, a pile <laughs> yourself so yeah. good bouncy castle blowers sound a little better right. <laughs> more efficient yeah. i mean you you described yourself as the business as one man with a pitchfork so i just sort of pictured you like turning it over <laughs> just like perpetually i don't yeah. even know how you'd find like the tossing yeah. a salad yeah yeah, yeah. Exactly. i mean that was Disgusting me salad. that was me yeah <laughs> but that's so, it's so awesome and then also kind of that franchising i mean the sky mm. is your limit if you think about it because i mean how how many other people are doing this? I mean, how many people, how many residents are, are composting their, their food? I mean, it doesn't seem like it's going to be a big, a big percentage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've been talking with a lot of people, and I, there's really two potential clients uh, who would, you know, subscribe for O-Town Compost, and it's the people who have tried backyard composting and have been unsuccessful. Or, you know, the people who haven't even started composting, but they understand that the environment is in crisis and they really want to do their part. So, you know, I'm, f I'm hope to really educate residents around Orlando because this is something new and mm -hmm. that's a big challenge uh, we've been facing with O-Town Compost is gaining people's trust and educating people so that they know this isn't um, like a shot in the dark. This can actually make a big difference. Yeah. Have you encountered a lot of skepticism from people or people are just like, eh, I'm just not interested. Thinking or, it's like a gimmick. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I uh, went to like the small business association in um, 
the Fashion Square Mall. Mm-hmm. You know, they encourage startup entrepreneurs to go there to really get the lay of the land, talk with a consultant who can help guide you. And, you know, within the first five minutes of meeting my consultant, uh, he just laughed at the idea <laughs> and said, no one would ever sign up for that. Mm-hmm. And then proceeded to tell me about the best steakhouses in Orlando. So, you know, that was sobering because I realized not everyone is for this type of thing. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, there's value in every little interaction I have with people. Mm-hmm. And knowledge is power because I mean, mm. when when Thomas came up with the you know came came to me with this idea of, of compost, I was like, okay, like, <laughs> so what do you what do you do? You know, I'm think I'm thinking farming, I'm thinking you know manure and that stuff, but mm. really this is from your backyard, you know, from inside your home to your backyard. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, yeah. Thomas, you must uh, have some previous experience in compost. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, we, we, I know that the city of Orlando uh, also offers, you know, the backyard compost, as you're saying. My, my fiance uh, is is very big into, you know, like home mm-hmm. planting and, and some, some gardening and, and things like that. And so, of course, we signed up immediately as soon as we found out that this was an option. And mm-hmm. as we also recently came from Portland, Oregon, so having the compost there was like, you know, it was nice to know that it was it was going somewhere aside from a landfill. So it's 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 been something we've been we've been trying to to do and it was yeah. nice to see that uh you know orlando also wants to to mm. to move that uh, move the needle on that as it were because my hometown nothing like this no no semblance of it and considering northeastern pennsylvania where i'm from very rural outside of of my hometown um but you would think that it would be like a natural fit but no it's, yeah it's, i mean mm. orlando used to be you know at least east orlando used to be nothing but farmland or horse right. stables live for livestock um so there's been huge development ever since, you know, Disney moved in around 1970 and some ecosystems have been damaged in East Orlando or around town. So really, we're just trying to rebuild that. And it mm-hmm. seems like a natural fit given mm-hmm. the quality of the soil. And it's true what they say. Soil is life it mm-hmm. is the beginning no. so mm-hmm. it's the base if you it's think about base. it anything yeah. i mean the soil you have to start from the bottom i mean <laughs> you're literally starting from the bottom yeah so what so what are the the long-term goals you've talked about you know decentralizing and franchising and and just getting more people involved like are there other services you're looking to provide beyond compost in the long run or are you just very focused on that at the moment well i would say composting and it's, it's my big goal just to divert as much food waste as I can. You know, right now uh, I'm just diverting, you know, maybe 100 pounds a week, which is great. Yeah, but huge. if you look at the need and how much food waste is actually going to Orange County landfill, I need to start diverting in the, in the tons range. So that, that is my ultimate goal. And, you know, m- when the city of Orlando and Orange County's government decides that they want to, that they're ready to shift to some kind of curbside organics program for residents, or uh, they want to just like cities like Austin, Texas, Portland, New York, DC, they want to institute a commercial food waste ban 
um, I, I want to be able, I want to be there and have the infrastructure in place yeah. to really be able to bid on a, a city contract like that. Um, so I, I think it, that's a few years in the future, mm -hmm. but <laughs> that's what I'm looking towards. But like what we were saying, you know, Central Florida, specifically mm -hmm. the Orlando area, they're not, sh they're, you know, they're, they're not you know, straying away from the plastic bag bands and the plastic straws. And, you know, you could tell that everyone's moving f towards that sustainability and, and, and towards yeah. bettering our future uh, future here. So if people are, are listening and they're inspired and they want to either help or want to also use you for composting, how can they get involved? How can they sign up? How much is it? What, what do they need to know? Yeah, uh, I would direct people to my website, uh, www.o-compost.com. And, uh, you know, there's a resident, the services tab, which directs people to either the residential service or the zero waste event service. And, you know, we have a Facebook page, Instagram, Twitter. Um, yeah, I've just been trying to bombard the city of Orlando with my compost bucket and pass out flyers to get people on board. And if you don't fall in one of our service zip codes, I encourage you to go to the contact page on our website and just drop a little line saying which zip code you're in. And, you know, if enough people from that zip code say they're interested you know, that means I need to get out there. So <laughs> it'd be great to, you know, if you have these Facebook pages, these HOAs and things like that, that if you can get enough people in your in your neighborhood, if you have a large enough neighborhood, you can you can almost start start the domino effect there, yeah. too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that is something I've been in the involved in uh, a property apartment complex manager just mm -hmm. contacted me it's a 250 unit apartment complex in winter park and they're interested in creating some kind of composting at, at you know in their multifamily units mm -hmm. and you know i have a program that i think would really work well for apartment complexes it's traditionally really hard to get people living in apartments to recycle properly because you know, they got to bring it out to the dumpsters. Right. It's, a little, or, more, it's mm -hmm. a little more work. Yeah, it's a little yeah. bit more work. But, yeah, that would be one fell swoop. And for anyone listening, if you're in a HOA, petition your HOA. Or you're in an apartment complex, petition your property managers. Uh, we could bring composting to a lot of people real quickly. And, you know, we, there's a little worry about contamination in apartment complexes, forcing people who don't want to want to compost to compost is, you know, ultimately not where I want to what I want to do. I don't want to force people. We're but, mm -hmm. um, you know, there would be economic incentive programs uh, like what they do in a lot of northeastern cities where you pay for your garbage based on the size of the cart that you put out to the curb mm -hmm. people with smaller carts obviously pay less so you know if you're going to pay for your if you you don't want to participate in the compost service you're going to have more trash and you would pay more right. but if you were choo choosing to participate in the compost 
uh, you would be given a little economic incentive. Yeah, so. mm -hmm. but even like homes in different neighborhoods, because you can a bunch of people can, you know, join in and different homeowners and you know, so it doesn't just have to be in apartment complexes mm -hmm. if you think about yeah. it. Yeah. Awesome. That's all I've got. Yeah. Well, thank <laughs> yeah. you so much. So again, it's o-towncompost.com. Mm. Thank you so much for, for talking with us, Charlie. And I've learned so much. I hope a lot of people are inspired and, and they do their, their part, their little foot, you know, little their own little footprint in this in this um, sustainability. Yeah, thank wave. you so much for bringing me on the podcast. Yeah. And I just want to mention for any your listeners that um, use the promo code at checkout orange blossom one word all caps and you will get your first month of service for free so i hope that's enough enough of a nudge to get <laughs> yeah. you to start composting that's a good incentive Fantastic. awesome right, thank, thank you, you so, so much. much awesome all right, thank good you. job yeah. yeah excellent thank you for listening to florida foodie We'd also like to thank our guest today, Charlie Pioli from O-Town Compost. You can find O-Town Compost on Facebook and at otowncompost.com. Our host is Candace Campos. Please follow her online as well. You can find her on Twitter. Just search at Candace News 6. And on Facebook, search Candace Campos News 6. We'd also like to thank our technical producers, Derek Mosier and Ryan Haley. I'm the show's producer, Thomas Mates. Please take the time to rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. You can find videos of all of our podcasts on clickorlando.com slash podcasts.